That's what it spells. 736 with John Landecker at 720 WGN. Uh, welcoming Mark Gayton, Deputy Executive Secretary for the Fishery Commission. And also, wait a minute, you're the only uh, official purveyor of anything to the Queen I've ever talked to. Well, good. Good to join you. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, yeah. Mark is an adjunct associate professor at the Department of Fisheries and Wildlife, Michigan State University, and an adjunct assistant professor at the School for Environment and Sustainability at the University of Michigan. How did you do that? I got them both covered, but uh, it's not <laughs> Ohio State, so that's good. <laughs> My man! <laughs> we're going to speak of blood-sucking creatures too so, uh, <laughs> oh yeah heck yes okay yeah we have a similar uh, background somewhat yeah, In, uh, geographically let's just put it that way so how long what is the executive secretary for the fishery commission what are your responsibilities i mean what what is that exactly well, the Great Lakes Fishery Commission exists uh, under a treaty between the U.S. and Canada. Uh, we share the Great Lakes, the two countries, uh, uh, except for Lake Michigan, of course. And uh, there are certain commitments the two countries made back in the 1950s about how we would, uh, what kind of actions we'd take to protect and improve the fishery. So it's under mm-hmm. a treaty. And one of the things that we do is we help the states uh, and the province of Ontario and the tribes work together because otherwise the regulations and the uh, way you fish would be rather chaotic. But the other thing we do right in the treaty is we have the responsibility to control the sea lamprey, and that's an invasive, destructive uh, species that swam its way into the Great Lakes uh, through man-made canals and wreaked havoc on the fishery. And I see it described here as a parasitic fish with suction cup mouth ringed with sharp, horny teeth. Would that be correct? Yeah, it, uh, that, that uh, begins to do it justice. The lamprey looks like a snake uh, with a, a strange mouth. The mouth is a suction cup, and there's no jaw, but it, it'll uh, suck onto the side of a fish, and you can't really pull it off unless you break the seal. So if you're a fish, you're going to have this thing attached to you. The mouth is ringed with teeth. The teeth anchor it to the side of the fish, and then this file-like tongue, like this drill, uh, flicks out of the mouth, uh, drills through the scales and skin of the fish, and it feeds on the fish's blood and body fluids. So they, they you know, prey upon fish, uh, eating them from the inside out, blood-sucking parasites. And uh, not native to the Great Lakes, uh, they really d- uh, inflicted quite significant destruction on the fishery uh, until we brought them under control starting in the 1950s. But it gives you a lesson, really, about how bad an invasive species can be in the system. All right. Having set the stage, why would that be something you would send to the United Kingdom for special occasions for the monarchy? What yeah, is going someone who we respect, right? What is going on? This is so crazy. In the, Lakes, in the Great Lakes Basin, uh, they're invasive. And they're abundant. Uh, we do keep them under control, but they still are kind of looming over our heads, and we don't want them here. Uh, in the United Kingdom, where they're native, they're on the ropes, uh, imperiled. And that's because over the centuries, the rivers and streams that lampreys need uh, to spawn and live in yeah. have been dammed up and the habitat's been destroyed. 
And the lamprey, uh, again, part of the natural ecosystem and an important part of it, uh, are denied access to the streams. So um, the other connection is that the city of Gloucester, which is in the uh, far western part of England, just before you get to Wales, it's on the Severn River, a very large river. And as the British are prone to have uh, these quaint traditions, this goes back centuries to the Middle Ages, where the city of Gloucester uh, would present to the reigning monarch on special occasions, like a coronation, a pie uh, uh, made from lamprey. Now, wait, wait, wait. wait. You're talking about the same blood-sucking, vicious thing that we just mentioned. They're talking about making a pie out of it and presenting it to a monarch. Is that yeah, correct? you know, back yeah, back when the tradition started, it was a it was a way of making um, homage to somebody. Uh, they were they were something you had to fish. They they would uh, be made into the pie, and I guess uh, considered a delicacy. And um, that's what the city of Gloucester would do. They did it century after century. Out of curiosity, are you using the body of the fish for the pie, or are you using the <laughs> Head of said fish <laughs> in said pie. Yeah, I've said that. I've seen the medieval recipe, and it's actually a little bit. I think a little bit more disgusting than that, too. So, <laughs> how could it possibly it. be more yeah. disgusting? Well, let's hear how dis- yeah. how disgusting. <laughs> they they use the all the parts of it, and then they would uh, kind of saute it in a, a reduction made from the lamprey's blood. Uh, and mind you, the lamprey gets to the size it does by feeding on about uh, 40 pounds worth of fish blood itself. So there's a lot of blood involved in all this, too. And that's uh, how they make the pie. So think of, a you know, like a steak and Guinness pie. If you, uh, so so, wait, wait, wait. so, so, so yeah. this would be the fish version of haggis? Uh, oh, it's one way of saying it, yes. Yeah, okay, or, that's you know. disgusting, plenty. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But somehow that was considered a, a good homage to the to the reigning monarch, and that tradition just kept um, you know going on and on over the centuries. Uh, 1977, Queen Elizabeth celebrated a silver jubilee, and they made a pie uh, made from lampreys of the UK. But fast forward to 2020, I get a phone call from uh, folks in the city of Gloucester, and they'd heard about our lamprey problem in the Great Lakes. And they said, uh, we have a bit of a problem in that they're now protected because there are just so very few of them. Can you help? And I was like, sure, you want a truckload of them. Uh, they're like, oh, about five would be just fine. And explained to me the uh, tradition and um, seemed interesting to me. And so we froze some, sent them over by uh, FedEx, and they made a pie out of it. And it got good reviews. Uh, twenty, yeah, a few years later in 2012, when she celebrated her 60 years on the throne, uh, they made a pie, and this one they went all out. They made it. You can Google search it. They made it in the shape of Gloucester Cathedral, so it was like you know, just a. Just, they went all out. Let's put it that way. Have yeah. you yeah, ever? Uh, have you ever tried the pie? No, and uh, I've never I've never tried lamprey either. I've been on the job a while, and it's just not something that's uh, appealing. The the trout and salmon of the of the Great Lakes are just fine. Yeah, me. really. The, yeah, they, it was ceremonial pie, so they it was never meant for consumption anyway for security purposes. But there was a king that Henry the First in eleven thirty five died from eating quote a surfeit of lamprey. So apparently, kings uh, have an appetite for these things and. And uh, City of Gloucester would like to kind of keep that tradition going. And do you expect 
a call in the very near future for some more lampreys with the coronation of the new king? My guess is if the city uh, wishes to keep this tradition alive, and they've been doing it for centuries, that uh, the next big event now is the coronation of King Charles, and yes. uh, sometime presumably next year. So um, standing by, uh, got it, and I've made some good friends there over the years. That that, that uh, you know, a great city, and uh, their traditions are amusing, and and uh, you know, we're we're happy to oblige and help them kind of keep this tradition alive in our tiny little part of of uh, paying respects to uh, Queen Elizabeth over the years to be their lamprey suppliers. You know, they were uh, interested at the first time of, say, can you can you make sure they came from Canada at least, you know, because of a, of a right, Dominion right. country there. And right. Closest I could get is I got them in Lake Huron. You know, of all the items that have come up in the press and media over the past days since the passing of the Queen, and there's this fact and this fact and this fact, John, yes, I'm lamprey is spelled L-A-M-P-R-E-Y. Yeah. Oh, you should look at a picture. I, oh, oh, I did. I have already. Oh my. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do it justice describing it. Really, it's, I did the best. No, it's you really it's have to it, see it for yourself. It's far worse than you described. <laughs> it's, Ooh. I, I just um, can you imagine. Being on a fish in a lake and waking up to something sucking on your arm, and that's what you wake up to. Yeah. Well, what's even more amazing, though, is that somebody wants to eat it and that they're yeah. a monarch. That's oh. the part that's incredible. Oh. Okay, so, you know, if you're a purveyor of something to the queen, that is an official, that's an official standing. And I understand that you are a purveyor. Is that correct, Mark? They gave me a certificate, uh, you know, in, in appreciation for purveying the uh, lamprey. In this case, it came from the city of Gloucester, but uh, it said that I'm the purveyor. So there you go. Uh, wow. I got that. Uh, yeah. He teaches at Michigan State. He teaches at Michigan. And he sends blood-sucking fish to monarchs in England. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a yeah. story. Mark, thanks so be thanks so much for being with us. I really okay, appreciate it. Okay, my that. pleasure. Okay.